Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am 24. This is my podcast. 24's podcast. We're back. We are back. Technically, pause it. This is the Music Matters podcast. This is when we talk about music. We're going to talk about Jack Harlow's newest album. Huge musical news today came out. Taylor Swift. I think while she was touring in Tennessee, uh, she released or she announced that she will be re-releasing Speak Now, which is, I think, was a, she'll be re-releasing Speak Now, which was one of her old albums, but Taylor is now re-releasing all of her albums because she wants to... Uh, to own her music, which I love. I love it when artists own their own music. Can, can we please unpause it? And I was, you know, and of course, I'd, I'd, I own all of Taylor Swift's newest music that she has come out with in the last three years, okay? Fearless and Red, both Taylor's versions. Folklore, Evermore, Midnight's. I own all of it. I own all of it on vinyl. It's behind me. And I was listening to it, and I'm not going to lie to you. I was dancing to a little bit of it. I was excited. I was happy. I was like, ooh, we got more Tay-Tay coming up. I now understand why so many, so many of her fans love her and adore her. Because every single time she releases music, I get really, really excited, and I get really, really, really happy. Please unpause Taylor Swift. Jesus Christ. Yes. Taylor Swift new music. Pause it again. Taylor Swift new music in July, July 7th. Jack Harlow music now. I'm pausing my music. Great news for me. I got my Nintendo Switch. We'll talk about it. As well as other news as well. All that much, much more. Right here. 24's podcast. Catchy is that? That was my first time. I literally listened to that song for the first time like 30, 40 minutes ago to an hour ago. Drop everything now. This is the chorus. Drop everything now. Meet me in the pouring rain. Kiss me in the sidewalk. Take away the pain. And then she sings, because I see sparks fly whenever you smile. Get me with those Green lights, baby, as the lights go down. Give me something that'll haunt me when you're... I mean, hey, she's fuck. She's, she's putting out fucking bars. It's why I love Taylor Swift so much. Why I love her so much. Oh my God, I love Taylor so much. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm, 
getting a little bit emotional. I never thought I would be so in love with a person releasing music as I am with Taylor Swift. I wasn't, let me tell you something. I was not this excited for Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers last year. I'm not going to lie to you. It was a good album. I wasn't as excited for this one. And uh, yes, I will. I will listen to Taylor Swift's newest album when I'm working out tomorrow. Excited. I meant to record this podcast a couple of hours ago, but I keep, I'm trying, like I've, I've been on this excursion. I have been religiously and consistently trying to find new breath, not breath of the wild gameplay, but tears of the kingdom leaked gameplay, meaning that it's like illegal and you know, it's not supposed to be out yet and all that good stuff. I'm trying to find that gameplay. Reason why is because I want to watch it. I don't really mind spoilers. I'm going to play the entire game to begin with. This was, this is exactly what happened when I played God of War. I saw Odin talking to Kratos. I saw Odin for the first time. I saw like huge spoilers and I was like, I love this game and I'm going to play it uh, regardless of what I know or what I don't know. Uh, by the way, I won't spoil the game for you. Oh, by the way, speaking of Tears of the Kingdom, I saw... I'm so fucking excited for this video game. Oh my God, I'm so fucking excited. I saw not huge story spoilers, but huge gameplay spoilers. Again, I won't reveal what they are. And I, I was seeing this, uh, I don't know who came up with this, uh, this gameplay, but I saw gameplay of like probably 10 plus, easily 10 plus hours into the game. I mean, it looked like it was like in-game type of stuff. And the shit that this dude was doing, the shit that this person was doing, man, oh my god, it was like, and the things that they could do, again, without spoiling it, the things that they could do in the video game, I don't even want to say anything else, I was going to say something potentially spoiler, you know, to imply certain things, but oh my god, the shit that they could do. The way that they could do certain things, man, it was unbelievable. My mind was fucking blown. I couldn't believe that they could innovate on Breath of the Wild anymore, and they did. Completely changed the full fabric and concept of the video game itself. And we have something completely new, different, and original. I'm so excited to play this game in about a week. In fact, less than a week, because at this point, it will have been released next week, and I will have, uh, I will have gotten it by now. But it was, the gameplay that I fucking saw was, was fucking wild. Oh, God, I'm so fucking excited. For Zelda uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I want to go see... One of the best movies of the year probably won't get any awards, acknowledgement. It'll probably pass. I will not let Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 pass without any acknowledgement of what a great job that movie does in rounding out those characters, some of the events that happened within the movie series. Just so much huge, huge stuff going on in that movie. I don't want to spoil it for you, 
I remember I saw reactions on Twitter and people were talking about how they were crying in the movie theater. And I was like, I'm not going to cry. And I'm not going to lie to you. I shed a tear. I shed a fucking tear. Relatively speaking, it's a great ending or it's a good ending for all of the characters. You know, like they all kind of end up in their happy places for the most part or in good places for the most part. In fact, all of them do. But it's the way that it gets there. It's the journey that's so important. It was such a great movie. James Gunn did a fantastic job. It's not going to win any awards for cinematography, but the cinematography in it was unique. It was awesome. Some like I, I don't want to spoil it, but it the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. It it is a little bit of a departure in the sense of from all of the other Guardians of the Galaxy movies because it's not as like funny and uh, it, it's still funny, but it's kind of like a dark humor in some ways. In other ways, it's just straight up funny but oh gosh it was so sad some of the stuff that happened but it was it was also great satisfying ending to a really really great series and i mean honestly i mean i'm literally looking at the first guardians of the galaxy on dvd and it's so different i mean there's quill there's peter quill gamora drax rocket and groot I mean, Mantis isn't in there, Gamora's uh, younger sister, Nebula, she's not there, and like the cast isn't expanded yet, but I mean, God, man, to think that this is where this TV, this movie, not TV show, but this movie started, when did it come out? It came out in 2014, almost a 10-year-old series, and we're finally done. We're finally done, and it was great. It was an awesome ride. Awesome fucking ride. Tip of the cap to James Gunn. Can't wait to see what he does next. He was the guy that, by the way, made the Scooby-Doo movies. uh, The live-action ones. The ones where... I cannot believe this is the actual, like, screenplay for it, essentially. But, essentially, the first one where Scrappy-Doo... Essentially, uh... Takes over a... Kind of, like haunted house theme amusement park on an island he takes over that island and he recruits a bunch of actual demons uh to be in his demonic army to capture scooby-doo's soul because scooby-doo has a pure soul and he wants to become essentially a demon king and rule the world for like i think ten thousand years that's actually the script and then the second movie it's like the pterodactyl ghost the uh, the original uh, villain who wore the pterodactyl suit essentially is trying to recreate monsters or trying to make like monsters be alive and so he uh, he like creates this formula to make monsters real and things of that nature but he doesn't want the gang to know that he's back or whatever so he poses as this news media journalist that hates the mystery uh mystery incorporated and he honeypots a uh, uh, unsuspecting cameraman who simps for him to a bit, uh, to essentially be his accomplice. That's some of James Gunn's earlier works. Amazing director. This was easily his best film. Easily. Tip of the cap to him. Excited to see what he's going to do next. I know that he is not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe anymore, but goodness gracious, the uh, I mean, there's been some great movies that Marvel has been putting out. I remember thinking about this earlier today that Marvel has essentially created... Like, two, not two, what is it? Like, yeah, two of the best films 
that they've ever created in the last two years, you know? And people are saying that Marvel's going down the crapper. In my opinion, I, I loved what came out last year. I loved the Doctor Strange movie. I loved Thor Ragnarok, in my opinion, but, you know, my opinion. But, the two, but those aren't the two best movies. Uh, it's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and Spider-Man No Way Home. Those are the two best movies, and they're like top five, peak Marvel, came out last two years. Wow, 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 wow. By the way, looks like Phoenix will actually take a game against Denver. It was looking kind of like they weren't, but KD and Devin Booker are pulling it out. They had to uh, they had to score a lot. Jokic is still trying to battle back and fight back, and yeah, you know, just wasn't Denver's night. Kind of caught fire a little bit too late, and I don't think Devin Booker and KD were gonna specifically Devin. I don't think he was gonna let them uh, lose tonight. So we'll see what happens long term in the series. Anyways, want to finish off this saga with my confirmed got it nintendo switch but not in the way i got it not in the way that you think or i would have thought that i would have got it so let me explain went to go see guardians of the galaxy volume 3 this morning loved it once again great movie highest recommendations especially if you love the guardians of the galaxy went to go see that i leave i come back and I am I leave with the price being at like $112. $113 for it. That's the auction. I'm kind of just slow rolling it. I'm just waiting to see what's going to happen. And so I come back 3 maybe 4 hours later, check on it, and the price has absolutely ballooned and skyrocketed. It's gone from 113 to 145 within literally three bids some fucking jackass i swear to god this motherfucker was so fucking stupid this dumb motherfucker this fucking jackass fucking for some inexplicable reason was like i'm going to go from 113 to 115 become the highest bidder okay great hey power to him but for some dumb reason he then decides to just randomly bid 10 additional dollars. So it goes 115 to 125. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. Okay. I'm like looking at the bid transactions right now. And it's just like, he just bid 10 additional dollars after winning, after being the highest bidder for no apparent reason. And then he's like, and then somebody else comes in and is like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll make it 127. And so this guy is like, fine, I'll fucking, I'll fucking make it 133. And then the guy, the other guy comes in, he's like, 135. And then he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just make it 143. And then the guy that originally fucked everybody over was like, oh, you, you're going 143? I'll go 145. And then for no inexplicable reason again, I will raise the price again. 148 is what I came back to after it being $113 a couple of hours ago, it was an unmitigated disaster. I knew that it was getting closer and closer to the edges of my budget, more specifically the edges of what I was going to be paying for. I was like, if anything over $170 on eBay, you know, because it's got to be like shipping plus taxes, I'm like, anything over than that, over that, 
I'm just like, bro, I can just go to Walmart. I can go to Best Buy. I can go anywhere else and essentially get it at the exact same price. So I was like, I'm not going to pay $170 shipping and probably taxes. $170 plus shipping and taxes, you know, for something that I can just drive to the store and get for around that exact same price. That's ridiculous. Not going to do that. And so I was getting a little bit worried, but I held out and I was like, I got I to gotta recover my strength. I got to get going. And literally, as the clock starts to wind down, the price starts to increase ever more. Ever more. Take a nap, wake up. We're like a couple of minutes out. Somebody decides to go over the fucking top rope, get 155. I'm waiting patiently. I'm waiting patiently. The price just keeps on increasing. It gets to like 160. There's like a minute or two left in the bid. And I'm like, I can maybe close out the, the deal, but it's close. It's right at the edges. It's got to be perfect. It's got to be perfect. I start bidding. I start putting some, some claims to it. There's like 20. I go 161, 162, 163. I'm like, We'll see what happens. Another guy comes in, 165. My final bid, and this was weird, but my final bid that I guess was the exact same amount as another guy's bid was $168. And it was the exact same bid as another guy. I don't know why. I have no idea why it counted his bid over my bid. Regardless, clock, the clock was winding down. It was 120. It was like 20 seconds left. And I was like, I could go 170. I could bid 170 and probably win it. I could. But I stopped myself. I stopped myself. And I said, 24, there's a better deal. There's a better deal. So I stopped myself. And I lost the auction. I lost the bid. I lost the Nintendo Switch. You want to know what's interesting? It's interesting how this, how, you know, when you're prepared, when you have contingency plans, things work out very, very well for you. For me. And so, throughout the last couple of weeks, I've been searching on eBay over and over and over again. I've been searching. I'm like, is there a good deal for Nintendo Switch? And I've seen Nintendo Switches, Nintendo Switch lights go as high as $200 plus, as like low as you know, 112, 120, somewhere around there. I've seen it. I've seen it. You got to get lucky, but I've seen it for sure. And so, I'm always on the hunt, and I kind of know the market on eBay and stuff like that for the most part. And so I kind of know a good deal when I see one. And today, weirdly enough, Immediately after the seller was over, or after the auction was over with, 
eBay directly links me to a guy who is literally selling a brand new Nintendo Switch for $160, free expediated shipping, which is insane. That's an insane deal. That's an insane bargain. That's actually way cheaper than the 170 that the other guy was going to have to pay for because he's going to have to pay for shipping and handling and taxes in his home state, wherever he lives. Like a transactional tax, I guess. And I was like, oh my God, that's the deal of the century. And that's why I didn't pull the trigger. That's why I didn't bid 170 on this console because I was like, I'm not going to be overly aggressive because I have a way better deal waiting in the wings if I want it and if I need it. And I was like, I feel fine and comfortable taking this deal. And so I fucking took it. And so I got my fucking Nintendo Switch at a fucking steal comparably and comparatively to essentially MSRP, right? And then comparatively to the motherfuckers that absolutely pissed in my fucking cup of lemonade. Fuck you, you absolute idiots. I got my fuck. Hey, by the way, I didn't drink it. I didn't. You pissed in my fucking tea, but I fucking threw it back in your fucking face. Take a sip of that. Oh God. And I fucking like Robin Hood ransacked your house and gave all the money back to the poor. And the poor is me. That was a bad analogy, but you know what I mean. Had a very, very nice... Hold on, let me just... Gotta plug in my computer, hold on. Sorry about that. I had a very, very nice, very, very nice afternoon, all things considered. I was very, very happy, especially to know that I didn't get a, that I kind of avoided, I don't want to say taking a bad deal, but knowing that I got a better deal out of it, I was like, thank you. Thank you very much for being fucking morons, but I, I would have, I would have fucking done a lot to get that fucking Nintendo. It, it kind of sucks because it's like, whenever you lose an auction, you feel like you've lost and that's just, you know, your dumb ego talking like, oh, man, I lost an auction. And it's just like, who the fuck cares? I got, I got exactly what I wanted. I got the deal that I wanted. I got the console that I wanted. I get to play the game that I want to play next week. Oh, God, I'm so excited. So excited. Anyways, let me finally put this to bed. Let me exit out all this. And I still got the Nino Cooney. I still fucking got the Nino Cooney bid tomorrow midday oh my gosh can't wait to fucking get this game that is one bid that i'm hoping to not lose because it's for a brand new copy of nino kuni it's one of my favorite games ever it's like nobody cares about nino kuni besides people like me i don't know i'm excited i'm so excited anyways God, I gotta listen to Speak Now, the new Taylor Swift album. I don't want to listen to it on the podcast because I do want to reserve a lot of this for uh, for Jack Harlow here. I want Taylor to be kind of put on the back burner. But um, I've been trying to download 
I mean, for, for context, every single night for the last week or so, ever since it was announced that there were leaked gameplay or that there was and is leaked gameplay of Tears of the Kingdom, I have been consistently and constantly trying to find leaked gameplay for uh, Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom. Excuse me. And I just found some more. <laughs> oh, man. I just found some more. Um, I don't even want to say what it is, but uh, because I'd like it's, if I say anything, it'll it. If I say anything, it'll just reveal stuff and I don't want it to be revealed. I mean, I don't mind spoilers, but just in case if you don't mind, if you mind spoilers, but. Um, found some found, like I've I've watched essentially. A bunch of leaked gameplay ever since. There have been leaked gameplay. There has been leaked gameplay online. The only problem is, is that every single like I cannot download this as I look at the box score. KD had 39 tonight. Devin Booker had 47 and they only won by seven points. And Devin was phenomenal. He was 20 of 25. KD was 12 of 31. So, okay. Yeah, good games all around for them. Damn, they're going to need... There's no, like... Phoenix is done. Can I pivot a little bit? I know I'm all over the place and we're supposed to listen to Jack Harlow's news album. And we're not really supposed to talk that much about sports, but I, sports, excuse me, but I got to talk about this. Phoenix is done. For Brooklyn, or not Brooklyn, for Phoenix to only win by seven points tonight after KD and Devin Booker have like monster games and they only win by seven points is just, it's just ridiculous. Like Phoenix is done. They are done, done. And I mean, D book isn't going to drop almost 50 a night, you know, for the rest of the series. I mean, maybe he will, maybe he won't, but D book is not going to drop 50. We, we will see what happens with this series, but God damn, man. And Brooklyn is not Brooklyn. I keep on referring to Phoenix as Brooklyn because it kind of is. It kind of is Brooklyn. It's like Brooklyn 2.0. They get KD. KD is a little bit of a uh, of an issue with them, and it's a yikes, man. Or not, KD is an issue, but KD isn't like necessarily living up to expectations. It's a yikes. It's a yikes. Anyways. Tears of the Kingdom. I've been trying to download, or not download, but I've been trying to look at gameplay for, what is it? I've been trying to, like, get this game. I've been trying to, like, watch as much leaked gameplay as I possibly can in anticipation for the game being released. And I just, I've, I've been trying to find it. And I found these huge, huge live uncut montages today. And I've been trying to download them over the last couple of hours so that way I can watch them when I sleep or go to sleep, obviously without reposting them. But I've been trying to watch them and I've tried to get this like three hour long cut, which really I think has the gameplay that I want. It has really, what is it? It has like, it has the gameplay. It has like the gameplay where... Nintendo, they had this exclusive event for journalists and 
influencers and stuff like that. And literally the area that they had the influencers and the journalists at is like the is like the area that this guy goes to and I've and I'm super interested in it and I have not been able to fucking download it. I haven't been able because it's like it takes forever to like download it or whatever and it's just because it's three hours you know and it's like running at like 1080 uh 1080p or whatever so i'm just like i want to get it but i can't and it's just so fucking annoying but um god man i'm so fucking annoyed hold on just so weird how oh my god it's so grainy as well there's always shit wrong with the gameplay because people are always capturing it on the PCs because the ROM for Tears of the Kingdom linked, linked, leaked a couple of days ago. So people are just like illegally downloading the video game and then playing it on their computer. But it's depending on the emulator and the ROM and stuff like that, it doesn't run the best. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Let me pull up this Jack Harlow. This new new from Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. Louisville rapper. Kind of turned a uh, celebrity. I mean, Jack is. Jack is known more for his, I think, antics at this point in his career than by his bars, unfortunately. And that's that's disappointing. It kind of it kind of sucks because Jack, in my opinion, had I, I remember I forgot what I was listening to. What was one of his earlier songs? It was fuck. I can't remember one of his earlier songs. What's poppin? What's poppin? I did like what's poppin that track. In fact, I liked it a lot. I I thought that it was a, a fun little, you know, um, pop rap song and things of that nature. And Jack Harlow is, again, known more for his personality than for hip hop. But I don't think his personality is bad or whatever. I think his personality is actually pretty fun and pretty entertaining. Um, but Jack, we listened to his last album last year, Come Home, The Kids Miss You bit of a disappointment i did like some of the production and some of the instrumentals on the on the, the album but overall bit of a disappointment from him um lyrically wise and look i love hip-hop i love rap dudes and dudettes have got to stop just being like i want pop rap i want to listen to pop rap i want popular hip-hop and we're gonna do that it it's not as good as just basic hip-hop i don't know i don't know how to describe it i was listening to a lotto track the lottery song and it was just it wasn't a bad song i love lotto love lotto oh my god love lotto but the song lottery was not anywhere near the level i mean it wasn't it wasn't again that it was a bad song it was just like literally it was just literally a pop rap song and it, it was just like it was just meh you know and then it's just like there's so many better songs that she's made in my opinion that just 
but it's just better. Hold on. Let me... Fuck's sake, this is so fucking loud. This is, uh, this is Lotto's Lottery, and I got, like, Like a Thug by Lil Durk. Here's, like, a little bit of, uh, the first track, the pop rap track, Lottery. Right, it's a pop rap song. It's that that's what it is. It's fine. Um I think at times it's good, but it's just it's not in my opinion the height of her musical prowess. Here's in my opinion the height of Lotto's musical prowess. Like a thug, Lotto featuring uh Lil Durk. Maybe not the peak peak. I think maybe pussy was probably right. It was pussy. It was P X S S Y. Yeah. I think that was probably my favorite song. It still is. That was like one of my first tracks that I listened, listened from her or listened to, I guess. I don't know. Regardless, Jack Harlow has kind of dipped his toes a lot into kind of pop rap and a lot of artists do just to try and like chase a bag and it's just there are very very few artists that are good at really doing pop and it just it clashes with kind of like who they are as musicians and there's there's definitely like some pop some pop punk some pop rock you know, like uh, like if I play something like this, for example, if I play uh, I don't want to blow your ears out. Here, here's here's a little bit. Here's a little bit of it.
Obviously, Paramore. That's what you get. They are a great... At this point, they were like pop rock band. Pop punk. You know, depending on how you want to look at them. Really, really superb. Superb sound. Superb artist. Superb band. And they fit the genre perfectly. I mean, oh my goodness. I can do this all day. I can do, let me let me put on something else. Hold on. Let me put on something else. Let me show you. This is the definition of pop music. Like good pop music undeniably Excuse me, not good pop music. Great pop music. Undeniable. Everybody loves this song. If you don't like this song, you have no soul. Great song coming up. Don't even want to spoil it because this song is so much fun to listen to. Britney Spears, toxic, perfect, perfect depiction of, like, great pop music, great pop music, pop music is popular music, I mean, like, hold on, hold on, I mean, excuse me, just another fucking awesome pop artist as well. I'll kind of like fast forward to the chorus because the chorus is like easily the best part, but there's some, there's some great parts in this, but I just want to make the point very, very quickly while also listening to some really, really great tunes. Demi Lovato, heart attack, right? You get the point. I just wanted to play a bunch of pop music. That's fun. Point is, unless you're Britney Spears or Demi Lovato 
or Paramore in their genre, it's it sounds to me a little bit cringy when people that are not actually interested in creating pop music creating create pop music. We listen to Lil Yachty's newest psychedelic rock album, which was great. In my opinion, it was great. It was easily his best album ever. And Yachty has had some highs and some lows. That was easily his best album. But he didn't try to, for example, he didn't try to blend hip-hop. He just tried to do his own thing with psychedelic rock. He didn't try to in inject pop. It seems like it's just, we're going to inject pop into our music so that way it's just more pal palatable, right? And I just, I think that that, that really dilutes the music. It waters it down. It makes it sound less authentic and less real. I, I know that's synonymous, but it just doesn't sound right. It's like, uh, it's like drinking a soda in a cup that has a bunch of water in it or a bunch of like ice in it. And again, it's the watered down metaphor that I'm trying to hit on. But Jack Harlow coming back after... In my opinion, a mediocre to below mediocre average, excuse me, album. I'm tired. It's super late tonight. But after coming back from a below average to average album, Jack seems to have once again hit his stride with this one. Let's listen to one of the songs that I got pulled up to uh, right now. They don't love it. By the way, the album is like only a couple of tracks. They're all like 10 minutes. They're all two minutes. I was going to listen to all of them today, but we're already almost an hour in and I haven't even played a single song from the album. They don't love it. Jack Harlow coming up next. Just like... I've been smooth for so long, I'm trying to get rough Fuck buffing my nails, dog. I'm trying to get buff Fuck shaping my beard up, I'm liking the scruff And fuck the hills, cause I'm living my life in the cut Can't imagine that I'm gonna meet my wife in the club We gon' see though, I feel like she more of a CEO Or maybe she doing volunteer work in Rio It's not like I need her, but I would love to meet her Another day, another dollar, another phone with another feature I don't play goalie, but I'm my brother's keeper Surrounded by family, I'm not with other people They say I got my pop's demeanor and mother's features The garden's still Private as ever, the gang thriving together. Your boy striving to be the most dominant ever. The hardest white boy since the one who rapped about vomiting sweaters and hold the comments. Cause I promise you, I'm honestly better than whoever came to your head right then. They ain't cut from the same thread like him. They don't study doing work to get ahead like him. They don't toss and turn in the fucking bed like him. Cause they don't love it. 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 They don't love I've it. been laid back so long, I'm trying to get turned. Fuck searching my name, dog. that's how you get hurt. Fuck being likable, I'm trying to be unbreakable. I just realized that this whole game is takeable if I want it. And I do, yes, I want it. I don't care how you feel about it, I do what I want it. I used to look up to the people that I'm moving in front of. It's not that crazy anymore, my city used to a come up. Bryce and Jack G, James is up next, the rest is up to me. These lames is upset, my peers get upstaged, the fans are upset. My city is upcoming, these people are oppressed. And I'm gonna change things I'm up at Carmichael's trying to get on the same page I heard about the rapper that you claim was a mainstay They had a nice run, but they never gonna maintain Because 
They don't love it. 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 Right? Pretty fucking hard. Pretty fucking awesome song. Just came out of fucking nowhere. To me, at least. Awesome song. Awesome bars. Awesome energy that he put on. It felt like a lot of the tracks that Jack had on his last album was, and I think a lot of people commented on it, was essentially like, look, he is not pretending to be a cool guy, but he is... What's the word I'm looking for? It's not that he's pretending to be a cool guy. It's that he is... He, like, he's too laid back. He's too aloof with some of his bars. And, he, like, it, it's hard to describe, and I don't want to be so, like, I don't want to quote people too hard on this. But it, it essentially was, he personified the guy that just didn't care. Or more specifically, who was aloof. It's not that he didn't care about hip-hop. It's not that he didn't care about rap. It was kind of just like he was just... I don't know how to describe it, to be honest with you. But Jack now, I think Jack, in all honesty, has the potential to be a pretty decent rapper. I think so. I was shocked to learn that he was like 25, almost 26 last year. Because I, I, th I felt that he was like in his early 20s because I was like oh like in his next album I know he had come up with an album before that it's like in his next album it'll be really really decent and it'll be really really great and it's just like eh, not really not really or maybe not I don't know this is I guess like a mixtape or something like that but I felt that with more time and more development some of his rawness would kind of fade away but it wasn't really rawness because he's He's kind of been rapping for maybe 10 plus years now. And so I would expect some proficiency on it. And this is kind of the proficiency that I expected from Jack really in the last album. And it's interesting. We'll get into, I think it's either this song or the next song that really kind of ties into some of the concepts that I wanted him to look into and peer into. And that was just like, look, I don't mind him talking about having sex with a bunch of dudes or girls, excuse me, not dudes. I don't mind him talking about having sex with, I'm, I'm tired. I don't mind him talking, to, talking about how he has sex with a bunch of girls and things of that nature. Just make it a little bit interesting or talk about other interesting parts of your life. You know what I mean? That's to me what I wanted to hear him talk about. It's like you're a rapper who is from this city that really very, very few people are affiliated with or known, especially hip-hop. Like, I don't know really of any rapper that is from Louisville, Kentucky, for that matter. You're from this interesting place with an interesting perspective on hip-hop. Why not delve into that? Why not talk about that with your music? And we kind of didn't get any of that. We kind of got, in my opinion, what we expected from Jack Harlow. Questions coming up next. Something that I probably didn't expect. Coming up next.
mother like he ain't my only brother Why I gotta treat my manager like I'm above her Why I gotta get so intimate with all my lovers Why I gotta cheat and make a question if I love her Why am I so flawed? Why am I so skeptical of God? Why do I pretend like I didn't see it when I saw it? Why am I so bold to double back when I've been caught? Why am I not the superhero I thought? Or as perfect as these diamonds I bought? When did I start texting so dry? When did I become this type of a guy? When did the text you sent me stop getting replies? What if things don't turn out how I planned them? I wanna be more than just a random. What if all these people in my life go Danny Phantom? I'm sick of down to earth, I wanna throw tantrums. I'm sick of these little raps, I wanna make anthems. You feel me? It's either you or it's my schedule. Y'all both can't be demanding. I keep you under wraps, you told your mom it's for my branding. I hope she's understanding. What if I don't meet the expectations? What if I don't reach my destination? What if I don't live up to the hype despite all my dedication? Why you think I'm scared to take vacations? What am I supposed to do? Assume her accusations aren't true because I'm close to you? Who should I believe? Is it her? Just cause it happens so commonly? The masses never heard your boy rapping so honestly. What makes you think that I'd rather have backpackers applauding me? Why do I feel I need approval from all my skeptics when I fill arenas up with a passionate following when that's actually all I need? But what if they stop caring about me? What if they stop swearing by me? What if they stop riding for me how they used to do before I was in front of everybody? What if they went and found some new kid that got an air about him? How many people in this town follow my whereabouts? And what would I say with the barrel aimed at me staring down it? I rep the state, but do they care about me in Barron County? Not to get a Chips Ahoy fucking ad. Questions. Great fucking track. Great fucking track. Great fucking song. Whole point was just asking some pretty fucking tough questions. That's the song that I was referencing. And that's what I wanted to hear more from Jack Harlow from. Or more from Jack Harlow. I wanted a more personal, a more intimate look at his perspective as an artist. That's what I wanted. And again, right? He hits on a lot of, I don't remember every single question that he asked, but he also had some responses and some thoughts and things of that nature. It's kind of like almost a therapy session where he's asking his therapist a bunch of questions and then he makes some statements. It's more, maybe not a therapy session, but it's more like he's conversating with himself and we're, or having a conversation with himself and we're kind of just a fly on the wall watching him have these conversations with himself. And we kind of get these thoughts that Jack Harlow has had for a little while, for a long while. And the final kind of couple of bars was about what happens when, you know, we as an audience move on from Jack and we... We try and find somebody else, which I thought was a very interesting perspective from Jack as well. You kind of hear the self-doubt. I forgot, again, the questions because I'm tired, like one o'clock in the morning. I forgot the questions, but the consistent sign of doubt. And again, I, I tried to hit on this, but it seemed, again, in his last, his last uh, album, because Jack is a little bit goofy. 
You know, and I like I like Jack. I like the personality. It's not that I don't like the that he has, but Jack is a little bit goofy, but he can also come across as like a guy that's like very, very cool, but he's he's very he's very he's a very cool guy, right? And that's essentially his personality. I'm a cool guy, right? By kind of not being overly expressive and not being too emotional. I'm kind of stoic and things of that nature. And that's that's fine. But I do like, not that he's doubting himself, but that he is expressing that there is doubt, that there is some cracks, that there is some vulnerabilities there, and he doesn't mind sharing those vulnerabilities to his, to his fans, to his artists, you know, to the planet, to himself. There is music. And I think it was a great song. I think it was a great song. There's only two minutes, too, by the way. I wanted more. And I most importantly wanted the answers to the questions. It was great. Blame on me. Next track and final track because I am exhausted and I want to watch some Zelda gameplay. I literally, again, I found some more. I want to watch it. And I got to get this uploaded. To. Oh, gosh. All right. Blame on me. Next track. Can't hold back. Holding on for a minute. Oh, in the same household for years we were close throwing football in the yard till the lights turned on inside the lamppost years go by something changed when you got to junior high and started hanging with them guys suddenly i meant nothing to you you wanted nothing to do with me you run with a crew that doesn't include any room for your little brother i was destroyed but i still loved you i still wanted your approval if i could get it i cherish it embarrassing me any chance you got but i didn't care because maybe if i was tough enough to take it you would love me Instead of looking at me like I'm disgusting, like I'm nothing, like I'm not the person that you grew up with. I want to reminisce and ask you if you miss those days, but I'm terrified of broaching the subject. I'm terrified to hear your answer, so I just don't touch it. I don't say nothing. in the same household for years we were close one-on-one -on -one, i would dominate you in the post years passed but the bond didn't last and now i hate the man above the sink looking at me in the glass treated you like i hated you never needed you even if i had the same opinion disagreed with you insult after insult hoping they'd eat at you poking at your deepest wounds my baby brother i don't have an excuse but i know you remember the way that dad would let loose on me more often than way less you he criticized and tested me so i test you I got so much wrongdoing to confess to And you act like it never happened, God bless you huh. I'm terrified of broaching the subject I'm terrified to even ask So I just don't touch it, I don't say nothing Different 
Discipline and taught you life's truths. Lashed out at you for things you'd misplaced. Reprimanding you in public till you're red in the face. Made you feel the weight of every single mistake that you made. My hot temper turned up full throttle. Cause I needed you to be a little brother's role model. Everything that you do, he just gonna follow. Don't you understand? It's okay, I understand. Cause the way I parent you is how my mother did. And the way you treat your little brother's how my older brother did. And now I'm not even my brother's friend. There's so much I would do and say if I could have it done again But I'm terrified of broaching the subject I'm terrified to break down So I just don't touch it, I don't say crazy, nothing Crazy, basic Different faces Put the blame on me Put the blame on me oh, Put the blame on me Blame on me, obviously a kind of unfortunate song about kind of a, you know, the cycle of abuse, a younger brother talking to his older brother, asking him or kind of even telling him and it, and I don't know which one is Jack. Obviously I don't think he's the father, but he could be the younger brother or older brother. I don't, I don't know Jack Harlow's personal life. But essentially, it's just the younger brother talking to his older brother, talking about how much they admired each other and how much they kind of fell out of love for one another as kind of the uh, the years went on. The older brother telling the younger brother that he kind of hates himself for how he treated his younger brother. And then the father kind of deep because the father had abused the eldest brother and not really the youngest brother. And then finally, it finishes with the perspective from the father who kind of just details why exactly he abused his family and things of that nature and let the abuse kind of run wild. It's a great song. Great song. It's from, eh. The vocals, the put the blame on me. The instrumental wasn't as good, in my opinion, as some of the lyrics, but that's it's fine overall. But the concept of the album is great. Or not the album, but the song is great. And... I loved it. I loved a lot of what we heard today with Jack. I felt that and feel like Jack is kind of on the right path in regards to his music. I don't want to be the guy that's like, well, Jack needs to do more emotional, inner introspective, you know, type of music. I don't think he needs to do that, but I think, I think a little bit more, I don't even know if he wants to do this. I don't know. I mean, maybe he does want to do pop music. I don't know. But this, what he put out like a week or two ago, is easily one of his best albums, if not his best album. Probably. And it's not even close, really. It's not even close. I hope he continues. hope he does more. And um, I hope he just develops even better as a look I like I hope he develops more as as an artist I like Jack Harlow I really do I really do out of a lot of artists I feel like he 
I feel like he, he does have a lot of potential and a lot of talent. And I think he's just a good person. But at the exact same time, I... I did like I don't want to hear some of the shit that he's put out again. And I hope that he again continues to create really really good music. I did like this uh this past album that he put out. Anyways, I'm peacing out for tonight. I'll see you Monday. Formula 1 this weekend and Tears of the Kingdom in about a week. Can't fucking wait. I am exhausted. I will try and get this 3 hours onto my iPad so that way I can watch it today. 24th podcast.